And welcome to the Shungite Reality Show. This is December 22nd, 2020. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon and Mark Joseph. And um, I'm just going to say, uh, why don't you, you know, tell us how you're doing there, Derek. You had a snow day here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Um, yeah, what she's talking about is we had a our first actual real downfall of snow in our area last night so it was a lot of fun uh trying to get home as many of you know we live a distance from the store so we uh actually um we take a mountain road some logging roads home and about halfway through that adventure we of course come up on some down trees and whatnot too big for even my jeep to tow out of the way so long story short we had to go all the way around the mountains and head home so we've been having fun since last night but we have internet as you can tell here at the store, Mr. Gower, so all is good. Mark, how are you doing? Everybody, hi, Nancy. Doing good? Thank you. Okay. So, <clears throat> well, we didn't get any snow here. <laughs> I'll tell you that in Florida. Um, so, where would you like to start? You want to start with the new products that you, uh, you got the list up there, Mark? Yeah, um, Mystical Wear's Facebook site. Um, I think the newest one, everybody should check it out, um, is the, what is it, Copper Tree Wrap um, Rose, Rose Quartz Heart. Oh, yeah, you're talking about the ones we put up last night. So what we did, Nancy, you may not have seen these. Um, we have a local artist who, of course, I think everybody listening is familiar with Copper Tree Wrapped Pendants. Um, and sometimes larger raw chunks of um, different specimen pieces or um, minerals that have a little copper tree kind of sitting on top of them. So in this case, what Mark is referencing, and I'll try and get a picture um, for the uh, online people in chat, is a approximately six-inch diameter rose quartz heart that was copper tree wrapped by this individual. So in essence, just think of like a, a large, biggie-sized pendant um, of a copper tree wrap, so it's beautiful. We didn't, neither one of us knew if it could be done. Me, of course, because I had no idea. Him, because he had never done something this large, but it came out stunning. So we actually shared an image of this on um, our Facebook group, mysticalwares.net, and then on our Instagram page, mysticalwares. So that's where that can be seen right now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty phenomenal to see such a, a large, again, it's about a six-inch diameter Rose Quartz Heart, and we're having him do six more of them as well. So I'll get a couple of them online and the online store at mysticalwares.net as well. Um, but that's one of the new items we have. And actually, I guess I can mention, so I've got my page up here, so Mark, if I miss something, let me know or something you saw. But another item I just realized I did put online, since we're talking about the products, are um, an I'm calling it a Shungite and Spiral Copper Pendulum. So a metal copper pendulum, of course, they, you know, aren't anything new. This one's a little more unique because there is a spiral integrated into the pendulum portion itself. But on the top of the chain is a 10 millimeter Shungite bead. So we've integrated, we figured out a way to integrate the Shungite into a copper pendulum. And as far as responsiveness and time, and I'm pretty darn quick with I don't care if it's a nut and bolt hung on a piece of thread being used as a pendulum or one of these more fancy ones. But with the addition of the Shungite bead in my hand and the spiral 
pendulum on the bottom, the actual piece, the weight, the response is probably double. And I'm, again, I can pick these up anyway, and they're almost instant. So for me, it's, it's more of a, um, a rev up effect. They, they actually start spinning a lot faster. So it's a good recipe as far as pendulums go. Um, and people can, you know, get their own copper pendulums. I suggest adding a, a Shungai bead to the end of the chain is what we did. And then this particular one includes a small uh, four-inch wooden box as well, with some inlays and decor and whatnot on it. So it's it's kind of a really nice piece, actually. And those are on both websites, Cosmic Reality um, and then mysticalwares.net as well. Um, Mark, was there other... You have, you have one, one in the... the um, um, uh, Shanghai group where it ha there's a wooden box along with it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that same one I'm talking about. What, what I did that was found here at Mystical Wares was a, a selection of those really nice wooden boxes. So that's why I decided, oh, just add on to the pendulum a really nice carrying case. So that comes with everyone with no extra charges at all. We didn't up the price or anything like that. Um, so they come with those pendulums now. So initially I did put it up just the copper pendulum because I was all excited about it with the Shungite bead and just how darn quick it works. And again, it's hard to go wrong with a pendulum. Oh, just about anything will work. But as far as moving the orgone energy that's, you know, actually connecting, then if you hold, just a little add-on, hold the pendulum to where the weighted heavy piece is in alignment with your heart chakra. So up from the waist level, that energy shooting off your heart chakra is, um, let's just say, a much stronger and accurate energy to work with. So just a suggestion there. As long as we're on pendulums, can you explain to somebody that doesn't has never worked with them what it is, how it works, and what's what's the energy behind it that makes it work? Sure, there's several understandings of this and ways of looking at it. But so because I can perceive energies, what I'm looking at is depending on the person's understanding or intent is the energy that's moving the pendulum. So it's not always the same energy. It's always an orgone energy or just the living energy in the environment. But now how you tune that energy or think of yourself in a pool splashing somebody. If you have two hands together splashing and kind of angled, you're going to get real accuracy. If you're just kind of flailing, it's all over the place. So what I'm getting at here is if you pick up a pendulum and have no pre-thought about it, no intent, no set connection or something like that or idea well then you're kind of just jumping in the pool um think cannonball and stuff's going to go everywhere and or the inverse meaning come from anywhere so i've seen people pick up pendulums and go look at this and then i can see different oh we'll just say entities guides and galactics just different individuals that can have an effect on these things that that human didn't know or perceive and then they'll kind of get involved so unless you said Stay off my party line, my chat line, or maybe a private call just by having the intent. So what I, I'll, I'll kind of get to the gist really quickly here. For me, not to just jump on a random chat line pendulum, um, what I do is just have the idea. I find my um, – I just kind of center, calm myself. There's no set recipe for that. And then decide. I want to speak to myself or you, know, you can call your, your higher self, your guides, but keep it within yourself or your heart, which is why I was suggesting – suggesting holding the pendulum at about heart level so that that energy so i actually see the energies if you use your intent will come off of your heart think firewall or virus scanner as far as etheric information it's coming from your heart center so it's going to be accurate um, that's how there's a whole lot of accuracy to muscle testing because the energy starts from your heart goes out your aura body um so but again on the inverse if somebody just picks up a pendulum and says give me the info 
Well, that's kind of like opening up your front door on a busy street. Let's say you live on a busy street, yelling out a question and believing the first passerby that screams an answer to you. So, you know, some, you know, wherewithal does does matter in these instances. So clearing pendulums. Um, again, the larger understanding you have, the more accuracy and effect I'll just say the results or the information coming through the pendulum will be. So it's relative to each individual. Um, and it's not a hard thing to do. It's not years of training. It's grab the pendulum, generate a loving feeling, just be happy. And there's certain words that can do that. And then again, don't open a public chat line with your thoughts. Just decide, oh, maybe myself or higher self or, you know, whatever terms you're familiar with, but definitely keep it a little bit more um, closer to you. So just a suggestion, but it's Oregon energies, bringing it back to the actual question you asked. Um, the energies, sometimes they do flow down the arm of the person. It's the strongest energy to reach that antenna, the antenna being the pendulum device, um, that's going to have the quickest and most accurate effect. That's why sometimes they'll go yes or no or maybe. Well, up near your heart, closer to your heart, that energy is stronger. It'll reach it first. So more often, more accurate results. So I hope that made some sense. Probably, but I think you're okay. <clears throat> I want to talk to the person that has not a clue of what he's talking about, because we have okay. a lot of people that are coming into, you know, our environment with, you know, just being led there. So, what I'm gonna—you correct me if I say anything, because I don't work with pendulums. I mean, early in the game, I worked with them, but I realized that I didn't need them; they were a tool. So, you know, I just. I mean, Walt works with him, and I trust his pendulum because, to me, what's happening is that the, the the human body is working with a pendulum as it would a tool, and it's asking questions. And one of the th key things that I've learned from listening to Walt all these years is you have to be very specific as to how you ask the question because you're putting it out to the spiritual universe to give you an answer. Now, in my case, I can say, what's the answer? And I trust what I get back. But a lot of people, you know, haven't worked with it for as long as I have to get the kind of confirmation continually that, yeah, that works, that works. But the pendulum takes your, it gives you more of an unbiased reading. Because you're, and again, my interpretation, you're, 3D brain is sort of like taken out of the equation. If you say, oh, this is crap and da, da, da. Well, if you still ask the question and you're still feeding that, that pendulum, that pendulum's going to work for you. It's a tool. Okay? Because if you get your third dimensional mind out of it and you just, you know, ask the question and then wait for the answer, then you get a clear response from the pendulum. However... It's not reading your 3D mind saying, oh, you really meant this. It's listening to the words, the, the intent, the thought you have in your mind. But it's really the way that you formulate the question, not so much so that it can answer it, but so that you have formulated the question that you need to. And I've seen Walt give me example after example of giving the wrong question. So the key to it is you. It, it's not just pick it up and ask it things. It's really a matter of 
pick it up and work with it. Get a connection, an energetic connection to it. So you're essentially tuning this 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 tool to give you clear readings, not readings of what you're thinking. You know, it takes your thinking out of the equation. At least that's what it seems like it does, or at least the people think that's what it does. That they can trust it rather than trust their own intuitions. Can you comment on that, Derek? I don't know if I rambled yeah. or went around in circles. Well, I would be absolutely completely opposite, to be honest, because you would use terms like spiritual universe, releasing it from yourself, going for outside. I would do the exact opposite of everything there. And not that's that's referring to what I was talking about is opening your front door, yelling for a question. Well, let's just put it this way. From my levels of perception, everything is not positive and happy go lucky just because it's in the air quotes here. Spiritual universe or in the galactic form or disincarnate or not in the physical body, whatever. Lots of ways of saying it. They are good, bad and indifferent, just like humans. So, again, that's why no, I would always have that thought. Think of yourself. Go inside where everything you were saying there that Walt was describing to you, that's outside. But do whatever, whatever works. So I'm not judging anybody here. But when you ask my opinion how I would do it, everything is inside. All the answers we need are already inside of us. Nothing is outside, period, period. And our heart that I was talking about using first, think of it as a virus scanner or a firewall. And it doesn't mean everybody has to know everything, but it will be what's best for you if it comes through your heart center. And that's just science as well as woohoo. So just how I do it, again, I'm not telling anybody has to follow my understandings, but when I do it that way, and I'm not saying if you don't do it that way, you get negative answers or wrong. No, didn't say that either. I just said you're kind of rolling the dice out there because I see people come in, they've come around me and they do the channeling thing or the medium thing. And I see the entity they're communicating with. Sometimes it's a passerby uh, and somebody just kind of coming through the frequency not the thought, the entity they thought they were connecting to. So that there tells me, whoa, people, I've learned here in the metaphysical community, nobody's talking about our own built-in firewalls, our love, some, that heart chakra thing. And I try and avoid that term because people don't like, some people don't like the term chakra, or they just like to go sciency or physiological and think nerve centers. But either way, whatever your understanding is, that welling up sensation in the middle of our chest is a toroidal field, a donut-shaped energy field around our hearts that does filter for us. Just know that, decide that. You don't have to go any more OCD than that, meaning decide what's good for you. Just decide whatever passes through there is best for you, and that's what it'll be, your intent. And often people think, they'll say words matter. Well, I would actually say, no, they don't. What matters is your intent behind the words. So the word Love to me can mean something to somebody else. It's always the intent, not the words, that actually matter. Because the words can mean something different to someone else. And I know it sounds OCD, but because we are coming into these higher frequencies and understandings, we need these additions to us, which brings us back to the pendulum, a suggestion, again, looking inside rather than in the spiritual universe for the answers. button thing again all right button thing sorry um okay so what what you what, what I, all right what i heard you say right now okay is that we as let's say spiritual beings have the ability to generate the energy of our heart 
I'm going to say chakra because I think it is a scientific term. It's not been accepted by science, but science has not been accepted by me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's a it's a science. What what is science? Science is is observing, testing, it's seeing, language, observing. All. You know, it, and reporting. And we are scientists. We observe reality with no preconceived no- notion of what it could be because we're not buying into the science and looking at it, and then we observe it, and then we report. We're scientists, so we're scientists here, no matter what you may think of the woo-woo world. It's been out there for a lot longer than modern science. Um, Okay, so what I'm hearing you say is that we as, let's say, spiritual beings, energetic beings, can use the heart chakra as because we know that the electromagnetic energy that comes out of the heart area is massively more than what comes out of your brain and we also know that that within the heart is a tremendous network of the same neurons that you have in your brain and according to Walt because I could have misunderstood Walt but you know that's my all I want to do out here is put the stuff on the table because I do believe we are going into a new level of energy understanding and awareness and we sort of we don't talk about it we're not going to figure out what's really happening because one individual is not going well maybe maybe Derek but one individual is not going to be able to see the the total panorama and um, so that's why I, I really think it's important that we have this kind of a conversation right now so you're, you're, you're saying that the heart chakra is able to to put out a field that is so specific to you that anything that shouldn't be in the field would not be able to get through it. Is that correct? That's as long as you have that as part of your intent. You your intention would be I want what's most. You can turn, and there's no OCD set recipe. So anybody writing this down, you can do exactly what I say or some variant. But it's what's in alignment with my higher self. Something like that, having those thoughts or intentions during it will affect that. Because of course we don't live in that cholesterol sack we call a brain. That's not where we live. Just because we perceive through our eyes one aspect of reality, you know, that we often think that's where we live. No, we're in our heart field is where we live as an entity. Um, but yeah, I would say just have that intent and that will program that energy field. Okay, but we have that capability. It's a basic capability that we have. However, if you don't turn the dang light on, you're not going to turn the light on. So you have to engage with the concept that, oh, I've got a light I can turn on. Right? I mean, it's all, it's, 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 it's all focus. It's all discipline. It's like we forget the basics. You know? I mean, I, I'm, and I'm saying me too, right? You know, but what we what we know is that we are extremely powerful beings. It's just that we have not been taught how to access the mechanism of our own powers. Would you agree with that? Yeah, and actually, I have a device sitting right next to me right here that will teach you exactly that to do what I'm talking about, that whole heart brain coherence, activating that point one hertz frequency in your heart so it's all science and metaphysical so woohoo as well this little device i won't bore you with a big explanation but it's a biofeedback device that ties in my heart rate and my synchronistic breathing so the the way i breathe and has a little indicator to basically 
breathe deeper, slower, or whatnot, and it will sync those two, your breathing and your heart. Again, what it, they call it heart-brain coherence, where you're actually activating your heart and brain, hence the name. And you, if you imagine the energy movement back and forth, you'll actually feel it, that welling up energy movement. And that's how you activate your chakra. One way, by the way, not the only way. Again, just one recipe. Lots of recipes out here. But here's a positive way of doing it yourself without having to have any outside interference and just using your own, again, biorhythms and breathing. But spoken, your but we're an energy being in a physical body, so our, we're a radio. Our dials on the radio, meaning deciding what radio station to get, are our chakras. Activate your heart chakra, you're going to get love songs. Sounds corny, I know, but love is the answer. Think etheric stem cells, I like to describe it. Because when you have love or or in love, that frequency, you heal. And that's just straight up science. You will physically heal. Um, And then you can heal others remotely by having a thought about them. Seeing them already healed through quantum entanglement. That's a whole other show on that. But no, just having those thoughts, understandings, and then those four words we talked about before that, again, we talked science. So these are scientifically proven to actually activate your heart-brain coherence, that frequency and i'm going to tell you them so now you don't have to worry about well wait i need to meditate for 20 years and get that super quiet moment in my head i keep hearing about and good luck everybody with that one it's not usually going to happen and you don't need it to by the way but the four words that will actually generate that frequency are appreciation gratitude care and compassion you just have to say those words again i didn't say it was a big meditation moment you can write them down But those four words will start that frequency in your heart and start you healing yourself. Okay, so so let me let me ask you this. So that same concept of the brain heart cohesion that creates a what would you call an intensification and opening up of that energy? That's the same thing that you want to do when you're connecting to the pendulum? Yeah, actually what it does, oh, that, oh, good question. Um, yes, it's a more of a cohesiveness. So I'll, I'll describe it this way. When I, can, when I look at somebody's aura, let's say somebody walks in here and they say, well, what's my aura look like? Usually they're just wanting a color to be thrown at them. Well, really it's a bunch of layers. It's your emotions in many colors typically. Yes, there's an overwhelming color, so that's the one I'll usually let them know about. But it's layers or um, stacks. So um, it's and they're not all moving in sync. Some are kind of shifting, shaking to the left, some to the right. So, again, just think of a sandwich. Let's go with a seven layered sandwich. And each layer of that sandwich or cake is kind of just shaking or, or shimmering. And from my perspective, and then when people generate this heart brain coherence using those words or other ways, those layers, all I can say is calm. They become more cohesive. They're in sync, and that is your energy level, and that's what you feel physically. So when you're feeling it, you're feeling all jittery or ang- – what we term as anxious, by the way, and I have people coming in here just out of their minds anxious because of whatever. Their energy is just jumping all over the place. It's not um, – again, I default to the word cohesive or coherent, things like that, but it's not structured. It's not in alignment with them. So when they generate these heart-brain coherences – I can see their frequencies and energies and their thoughts, by the way, work the same way energetically. Everything's energy. So if you're in an anxious moment having a thought, even trying to heal somebody, have fun with that one. 
because those it's like getting a garden hose and just swinging it everywhere except the plant you want it on. Um, so get cohesive, focus, and the energies will just kind of align. It's like the puzzle putting itself together, and all we have to do is stop the outside noise and distraction and have an intent, um, and then it actually works that way. And I've been doing this for years now, um, and expanding on it often, I'll just put it that way, learning that there's no no limit that I've perceived yet. So as long as we keep expanding our understandings, and that's understandings of everything of this universe, um, because it all ties together. So it may seem like it's, you know, some weird factor knowledge or whatever, but it's a puzzle piece that may connect larger pieces, tying you in from physics to metaphysics. That one odd piece of information will show you there is no separation between the two. They're just languages. And then you can advance from there. So there's lots of energy, of course. So, man, I don't know what the hell. Sounds like <laughs> my, my my button, you know, uh, my button can't get pushed. What can I tell you? Um, I can push it, but it doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. So when and I, mean, I want to focus on the pendulum because it, it gives you. It, it seems to be opening up, you know, conversation as to what we're really talking about, just specifying this one operation. So you got the pendulum, and you're saying it's got uh, any kind, well, like, let's say, uh, a piece of shungite uh, hooked to a chain, okay? So that is connected to your energy field. So the pendulum is, if you ask it a question, it's responding to your energy field what's what's good for that energy field versus what is the ultimate see i i feel i feel i mean it's it's like i don't i see if i focus on it but mostly it's just a feeling about energies and when you're you've got that that cohesiveness this this feeling of oneness it's like your mind is not separate from your heart and so when you're when you're you're focusing on on a question, it, your heart is 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 in sync with it, like you're saying, you know. And so, I guess if, if I was to you know work with it long enough, I'd figure okay. So when you feel the balance between the thought you're projecting, you know, should I take that job? Should I take that job? And you just get into a feeling of with gratitude i'm asking should i take that job because as soon as you say the word you know gratitude you're already starting that cohesiveness in your own connection between your mind and your heart and so now this pendulum is just going to be like reading the the, the whole of you as it were i mean it's specific to you now and it, it's at, you're asking a question about you so it's not the outside that's answering. It's all your internal knowledge that you may not be able to access, you know, with these like you do, or in my case, like I do. You know, it's a way of getting there. Would, would, does, that, does that make sense? Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's stopping the outside distraction so you're not hearing other stuff. Then it's a frequency. Love is always in alignment with you. You know, each person's love. So once you're in alignment, then any messages come in, 
to you from from you usually or you pick from the outside that's fine too whatever i would just suggest i'm not saying don't talk to your guides or other guides i do it every day but know you're doing it you know granted everybody gets to all of a sudden have a face appear floating in the room sometimes oh okay i see what it, well if that's not happening to you find another way of checking out of doing that and that's getting in the right frequency so that anything coming to you is in alignment with you i didn't say is is means the right answer well how do i don't know how to word that one um meaning it's going to filter out bad stuff or only tell you what you should do no it'll just be in your frequency so um yeah just more, a clearer information clearer image faster response time as well so if you're talking pen it can be anything you can throw a bunch of sand on the table some tea leaves what any of these modalities are just speaking using energy to get it into the 3d where we visually see it because we all want to use our eyes i would suggest close your eyes forget your eyes use your heart with a pendulum you're gonna feel it now you've taken all the bs away from it hold it up around your heart that'll also teach you to start um learning the subtle energies of your body using a pendulum with your eyes closed and then you're gonna know and then test it open your eyes well i feel it's a positive thought around my heart, a loving, welling up sensation. I bet that pendulum is swinging whatever way is yes for you. Or wait, a little nausea, a little negative feeling. That's how you hone those subtle energies that our real universe is made up of. Not just this small fraction we call 3D that's an illusion anyway. So we're all asking for information to come through an illusion. That doesn't make sense to me. Have it come through energy stay energy and you're going to get a more accurate answer and i know that's out there for some people um but i just have to be blunt well it might you know if you listen to if you if you just think about it it's like the pendulum you can use to train yourself to be aware of your own subtle changes when you ask a question i mean if i if i have i don't pick up a pendulum if i've got a question i ask the question and then ask my belly are you feeling nauseous (laughs) You know, I've learned that, you know, trust my gut. If I say something and my gut says, and then I, you know, give the opposite or another change to it, and my gut goes, oh, that's better. That's what I'm going to go with. But if you're not, you know, tuned into, remember, I, I'm, I, I got a life that is much easier to get to all of this because I didn't have a husband or a family or you know, I I I'm, I like to be alone. You know, so I don't have a lot of the distractions that so many of you have out there, where you know your stomach is always upset because somebody around you is always upset. You know, and I was able to see the subtle changes in my own body to make you know decisions that I didn't need the pendulum for. But and the pendulum is a yes no, or if it doesn't move, it's maybe, and it just swings. And oh my God, sometimes these things can be swinging like straight out. You know, I've, I, it's amazing. And you're not hold, you're not moving it. I mean, people say you're doing subtle things. Well, maybe you are, but you're not intentionally moving it. You're just seeing what the answer is. But if you are just like you said, close your eyes, ask the question, feel what you're feeling. And then, you know, say, well, I think maybe that pendulum's saying yes. Then you're going to check yourself. You're going to, you know, be able to to learn the subtleties of your own body that will give you the answers. Yes? Absolutely. Practice, keep trying it, and realize you're going to make mistakes. That's how we learn and keep going. 
Yeah, it's be open now, to it. Now, did you do that leather um, pouch, uh, the the thing you made? Because I I was talking about it last Shungite show. Um, the you know when you're etching in the yes no. Oh yeah, yeah. We've got them here in the okay. store right now. I've gotten leather. Um, uh, you know, you can call them pendulum boards, pendulum mats, star grids, charts, different things. But yes, we laser etch, and I'll get more and more online. Um, I'm trying to get wood as well, but yeah. So I laser etch, you know, the alphabet numbers, yes, no, maybe, into small pouches that you can cinch up your pendulum in, sort of deal. Okay, so, so the, we, they are online. They are online. No, not no. They're in store right now, and I'm making a note right now. So I'll put the mats online because we just finished them this last couple of days. Um, so I'll get some online. I was really, I always hesitate online, so I get them really, um, you know, a little more tuned in and and exact how I want them. But it, it's, it's not something they need, but it's it's just an it's just another energy connection. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and we can customize them, putting their own words on there. So if all of a sudden you want your own leather pendulum mat that says say all of your family's names or animals' names and you are asking questions in line with them, well, then why not have a custom one? So those are options, too, that uh, we'll be doing. Um, I just recently put on the mysticalwares.net store, um, I custom make or I make dowsing or divining rods, um, the copper rods with beads as handles and you know energy devices for those that aren't aware. And they're not just for finding water. They're for finding whatever your intent is. And that can be a truffle out in the woods or whatever. Um, it doesn't make any difference. It's finding what a, a frequency, not water. So everybody thinks dowsing rods are for water. Well, they're really good for water, but they're really good for any, for gold. We've used them for gold. I don't know how many times. So lots okay. of uses. Okay. Now when we're okay, when we're talking about dowsing rods, you you basically have a piece of copper that has got a bend in it, a ninety degree bend that's like your handle. Right? Is this what we're talking about? Correct. Okay. And so you're you're holding on to the handles and these things are able to pivot in your in your palm or you know in the in the fist that you got. And I've never actually worked with them, but boy, I I've been impressed to see what they can do. And you're just putting your intention out. I'm going to, of course most people are looking for gold or silver, but you, you even water, you know, I mean water lines and stuff. So Again, it's the same kind of concept, right? Because I would think, especially when you're dowsing, you're looking for something. So your mind is out of the picture to begin with. And you're just making this connection with the energy fields through these rods. So it should be fairly easy for anybody to do, right? Anybody can. Just pick them up, have an intention, and find that sweet spot on the rods. And I put beads on the handle portion or the grip portion so that they can spin in there a little easier so you're not worried about resistance from your skin and whatnot but no just have the thought find that balancing um think just vertically up or down and then walk around and then watch the rods it's the same as a pendulum the energy is moving and it's focused on what you're thinking of so you can use it well heck you could use it in a dating circle if you wanted. It makes no difference if it's gold. Which person is more in alignment with me? And then spin in a circle. See where it points. I mean, go crazy. <laughs> I'm, and I'm making up party games here. <laughs> just, well, that could get you in trouble. Don't do that, honey. Oh, you're right. Okay. Don't do that. <laughs> so lots of uses. It's just energy. It doesn't matter. Um, I've done it with stuff under pieces of paper, coaster, um, 
a cup coaster I'm talking about. So just to find things in the deserts. I mean, endless uses. It's just one of a, I don't know how many energy devices. And it doesn't have to be copper. It can be wood. It's just that copper, as we've, of course, talked about a thousand times, clearly moves orgone energy very well. So it's a useful one. But even a piece of wood, a branch, in the shape of kind of like a Y, will work as well. It's just a living, it just, it'll pull on the energies in your hand. It's and like why, muscle test. Why do they use two? Um, for centering. So, and you don't have to, again, you can use one. So it'll point in the direction you want to go. And then when the rods, typically, these can be reprogrammed. So I don't want some master dowser out there um, coming back saying, Derek, you misled them. I'm just not going OCD on the, everything here. So when I'm, the basics are, have your intent, hold them up. They'll be facing out. So you're, I don't know how you would look like you're holding two L's almost kind of at a 45. And then as you get closer to your goal, they'll start to go inward and cross each other. And then when they completely cross and the ends of the dowsing rods or the binding rods or witching rods, whatever, if you want to Google it, look it up, different names, they'll be pointing to your sides. And then you're standing on top of your whatever, your spot. And then you got to figure out depth. If you're talking depth, whole another thing. So there's, it's just information a way of getting information, and then you can go from there as well. Now, I know you're going to have to go in a little bit here, right? Yeah, I was just looking at that. So for those that what we're talking about is I'll have to step out for maybe half an hour or so, but not long, but I will be back for the later part of the show here shortly. Okay, so I want to ask you a question to tell us what you're – going through now energy wise to give us a reading on what reality is oh. yeah we'll wait, we'll wait for you to come back because who knows where that'll come from um okay so um w w do you have any other new ones or mark did you see something else that you thought was maybe new that derek doesn't remember he's done well, there to... was a question in, in chat real quick before he leaves, oh. uh, unless he feels like he needs to answer it out when he comes back. Um, Yasmin was asking um, about making organ pyramids for the holidays and uh, what's the correct ratios uh, for use of um, organ of, of gemstones, metal, and shungite. Because um, uh, she has some of the uh, mystical wear shungite um, rocks and uh, just, just how to do the correct ratios on that? No, good, good question, Yasmin. Um, yeah, so it's not, it's not a volume thing, of course, with Shungai. I think most of you know that anyway. So the bigger the piece doesn't make a difference. Um, so when I make orgone devices or any energy devices, and they all integrate Shungai um, to to one degree or another for the boosting and grounding of the energies, and that's a different effect than other ingredients have. So what I would get at is if you're making, um, let's just say you have a a normal water glass or a coffee cup, so you have the volume, or what, maybe eight ounces those are, and you're making an orgone device in that, and you're using, I don't care if it's resin. Well, if it's a resin, you're going to want to blend the shungite probably with the resin, um, if it's a powder. But let's just say if you're using a beeswax or something like we are. Just make it normal. Uh, the smaller part, and I'm talking about all particles right now, the smaller the pieces and the more of them, the better. So if you're using a piece of metal, you don't want one big two-inch ball bearing in there. You want about... 20 or 30 little tiny BBs or little flakes of metal or something like that. So, again, smaller the better. And on the shungite layer, I find it best either on the very bottom of the device or somewhere in the middle. 
and just a thin layer, kind of like, I mean, well, I guess it's more than salting your eggs. So if you think about it, you were salting your eggs, double salt them, but with shungai powder. So what, maybe a half a teaspoon of powder or granular powder for that layer. So not a big one. And then if you're talking nuggets, I would just use the, the synchronicity, the number of three. There's a whole radio show behind that one in the future, I'm sure. Well, there's probably already been some done, I'm sure. Um, using the three nuggets of any size, Bucky size, the little tiny ones, the chips are just fine or the smalls. Um, but again, it's not a volume thing. So as long as you have some in there and for, for my devices, again, around the bottom or middle of any devices, it works best or the plastic resins. I usually, if I'm doing those, I'll have to do it in layers because, of course, the fine powder will kind of blend everywhere. But we have a granular, kind of like a salt, a small salt particle um, size that will kind of lay a little bit better in there. So it's it's not a huge amount. So I know that wasn't real precise, but um, give you some idea of the, what we use. So not much. Shungai goes pretty darn far. Great, thank you. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, so... Um, well, I, can... I actually, Go I ahead. was going to say, Nancy, while I'm waiting here, because i got a few minutes um, so we don't come back around, I can finish with one other uh, combo product we have on the Go. store. Um, Mystical Wares, and I believe it's on Cosmic Reality as well now, is a, um, a new salt blend. So it's not just for baths or whatnot, but it's that Dead Sea salt we've talked about before. But now I've added, um, there's, one of them is, and it's all organic, a lavender version and a rose petal version, but both have three shungite nuggets, again, we're talking frequency in here, on the bottom, so they come in a refillable little glass jar, um, I think it's like maybe six ounces or something like that, with a lid, um, and then a little love heart on the bottom. So basically, you pour this preset recipe, minus the intent, the intent comes from you, into your bath. So you've got the salt, uh, the Dead Sea salt and Shungite and love frequency on that little wooden heart all in your bath. And that does have an effect on your water. It will structure that water to a loving frequency and it will be biocompatible for you, even doing nothing else other than just putting it in there because the love intent is included in that heart. Like I said, it's etched on there. And now use your, I'll jokingly call it woohoo capabilities as the individual and see, imagine yourself already healed from whatever you're trying to have an effect on. And that can be a stress, that can be an injury, whatever. But imagine the end result while you're in that high salt environment with Shungite, and you're going to manifest like you've never manifested before. So I just wanted to add on to that. And people, I just gave you the recipe so you can make it yourself at home as well. It's not like you have to have ours. I always do that, let you know it's in the common ingredients you can go buy. I'm just telling you the recipe. Again, no secret. Um, and benefit from it. Share it. And it looks like I will be stepping out now, so I'll see you guys all in just a little while. Okay, Daryl. Thank you. Uh-huh. We'll be here. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I can attest to that um, <clears throat> uh, Dead Sea Salt. He sent me some, and <clears throat> I opened up the little bag he has, and I stuck my finger in it, boom I it was like standing on the I'm assuming it was the Dead Sea um, but it seemed like it wasn't current it seemed like it was way back maybe when this this salt actually started formulating uh, because it was huge 
body of water. It wasn't a small body of water like you see now. <clears throat> and um, I put it on a shungite rock, and the shungite rock grounded, unbelievably grounded. Boom. I mean, it was like, uh-oh, <laughs> what a sapton. So um, it's very powerful, but I don't have a bathtub, Mark. What am I going to do? <laughs> I only have a shower in this house. No baths. Oh, but my friend does. Oh, can I borrow your bathtub? <laughs> oh, man, I wish I, I wish I'd known that before. I could. I know somebody that probably would really have appreciated that. I'll have to get it later. So, are you there, Mark? Yeah, no, that would make a great. I mean, he's had the that um, variation of that uh, item before, so that would make a great holiday item. And then for Valentine's Day coming up too in a couple months, so lots of options. Yeah, especially if you don't have to think anything, you just have to work off the energy that's there. You know, it's working at the 3D, and I'm assuming it pulls out all sorts of imbalances, things, and mm, sounds like a fun trip. Or even like for next year, celebrating the new year with a, uh, you know, detox bath. Everybody's all into health and, and, and losing weight and working out for the new year. So that whole cliche of gym memberships going up early in the uh, new year, you know, this could be part of that uh, mix. I wonder if I wonder if they're running out of um, gym equipment. <laughs> uh, uh, I was on a group call on Thanksgiving with my family, and my sister had ordered a, oh, what do you call those things? They're like motorcycles on water. Uh, what do they call them? You know what I'm talking about? Those. It's like a paddle boat. No, it's a. It's like a motorcycle. Like you know, you're driving around on a motorcycle instead of a boat. Jet ski. Jet ski. Thank you very much. She ordered a jet ski, and it's going to take 36 months to get it. Because everything is so back-ordered. She's in Massachusetts. Isn't that kind of wild? Yeah, I mean, everybody's been complaining about uh, backed-up supplies because um, of this whole uh, Great Reset thing. <laughs> I wonder if it's because <clears throat> there's so many Chinese parts in it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we're in the Shanghai No, that's show. a good point. No, but that does relate to Shungite because you, you try to buy a Chinese version of Shungite, it's like coal, right? That's the constant thing you hear, you hear about. Well, you know, the, the Chinese, um, the first time I realized that something was up with China was when, I, I'm trying to think of what it was, oh, it was Moldavite, it was Moldavite. Um, I was trying to get some Moldavite. And I find out that Moldavite has suddenly become very scarce because the Chinese had bought it all up. And so then I started talking to some of the other, you know, gem mineral dealers. And I'm going like, are you guys finding that you're having problems with certain stones, you know? Oh, yeah, those Chinese are buying up everything. <clears throat> So, uh, you know, it was like, oh, okay. So, <clears throat> but apparently they're not buying up Chungite because it's too, it's cheaper to take. And I think that what what they said to me, it wasn't like a resin thing. It was more like they're compressing coal. Um, I, I, I have absolutely no idea how they're making these, but that was one of the things that I did find out and that, that Chungite was 
some of the figurines and the pyramids and stuff like that, man, make sure it's a Russian source that you're starting with. You know, <clears throat> you got all these people out there right now <clears throat> that are doing a lot of different... You know, when I started this in 2014, I got the message from Gaia to get Shungite to the masses. And when I started out in 2014, I'm not touting my horn here, well, sort of, but I want to show you how, how stuff works sometimes. Um, in 2014, when I got introduced to Shungite, I tried, I went out to find out, well, who's got it and how do you buy it? Because that was the problem. <clears throat> People couldn't seem to get a hold of it. And I'd been in the mineral business for a long time, so I was comfortable with, with you know, finding the sources. And I find out that um, we have a situation where the Shungite in the States, <clears throat> there was three people that were doing water, you know, nuggets for water. And there was one company that was doing, uh, had Shungite jewelry. Uh, that was it. That was the only sources in America for, you know, Shungite. Now, you could go and find Shungite store, Shungite. It was all. It all went back to the to the Russian sites, you know, the Shungite store. That's really, you know, it seems like it's <clears throat> it's it's. I don't know if they're run by the 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 um, mine or not, but it's definitely a lot of the different websites were just dealing only those products. And when I went out with my products in uh, May of 2014, I was contacted by those people. You know, you want to be an affiliate, and I said, no, I, I don't. I don't really deal with your products. We make our own. <clears throat> so now you go out there and you'll find hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of sites for shungite. And um, but I, I feel like, well, it, I mean, because a lot of it came from me. I mean, I, I, I had the one thing that nobody else out had there, and I was on Wolf Spirit Radio, and I was often on Revolution Radio, and it's amazing how much influence you can have when you're just out there talking to people. Um, I was talking about it with JP trying to figure out what this was, and then I met Walt Silva and stuff, but when I first went out with the, with the uh, Cosmic Reality website store, I was selling pendants wrapped, you know, shungite pendants wrapped, and um, shungite for the water, and a few specimen pieces, and that was about it. And then I met Walt, and then we had the stickers, and then we had the magnets, and we had the rubber, and we had him, and daddy did, he did, you know. Um, but right now, there's just, be careful of your sources, where you're getting them from. Now, in Derek's case, and I've said this many times, they pick it up in the mine, and the shipper brings it to Derek. You're not going to get a, a more clean, you know, version of Shungite than you're going to get from him. There's other places out there, but they're going to go through, you know, a dealer over here, or a dealer over there. You know that. You know. I mean, I because I've been there. I mean, the fact that that Derek uh, got this connection. Uh, so clean is is really impressive to me as somebody that's been in the business. Um, <clears throat> so I always recommend Derek because um, it's also the intent. So much of it is the intent. Yes, Shungite's you know, Shungite is Shungite. You know, wherever it is, it's Shungite. It's a quantum connection to the to the mother load in Russia. But there's also added layers of energy 
And when you have it go through somebody like I, I, the, the shipper, for instance, the shipper is just an amazing human being. Um, when it's going from the mine and the people in the mine, you know, I've had dealings with them and, and really, really, I mean, how can you work around Shanghai without being somebody, you know, pretty balanced and special? And uh, so <clears throat> the mine is very pure. Um, the shipping, the shipper is very pure. And then you got Derek. But once you get outside of that particular realm and you're just shipping to people that want to make money on it, <clears throat> you don't get the added benefits, let's put it that way, that you do when all the people that are handling it have respect and love for it. So just something that, you know, if you want to go to the umpteenth level of, of really understanding energy, everybody, everything that you make a contact with is... Um, going to have an influence on you because of of the way that energies work so anyway definitely it's always about quality not quantity always yeah. always <clears throat> and um and derek has got yeah you're over there on that side of the world you ought to go up there and see that place mark <laughs> it's a bit of a drive for me <laughs> But, yeah, it's on the to-do list for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's better, um, more accessible. So, um, what else do we have with the Shanghai thing? Anything that you saw that he might have forgotten? Well, I guess also people listening, different ways to access the show. So for me, lately, <clears throat> you know, if, if you on your cell phone, you have a, um, can download the iTunes um, app. And then look for Cosmic Reality. And then you can get all of the shows that Nancy uploads a lot faster. Um, and easier access to where... Because um, <clears throat> what I used to do was download the YouTube version. Since I had limited uh, minutes on my phone, download the YouTube version, convert it to MP3, and then put it on my phone. So this way in iTunes, when you find Cosmic Reality in the in the search under podcast, um, you it, it's... An immediate download, and then uh, what's cool about the podcast option through the phone <clears throat> and uh, iTunes, or I don't know what other apps there are, but the ones I use, the one I, the one I use is that you could you could do like quick rewinds and fast forwards, like fifteen second increments, and uh, it's less um, uh, uh, megabytes on your phone too. So <clears throat> uh, listening to last week's, I was able to download that. And it was really cool. Another um, European perspective, and she's been in Latin America for a while too, on uh, shungite and using it with water and um, different ways to, at least for her, um, apply it in nature and uh, working it with water. I don't know, Nancy, if you can um, talk about the guest from last week, which was really good. Catherine. Oh, she has a weird last name. Catherine, <laughs> uh, she she's amazing. She's uh, in Europe, from Europe, but she's lived in the states and a lot of other places. She's been down into South America, into Africa. I mean, she's just very interesting. Um, but her presentation um, concerning water and just just her inspiring, you know, life story. We didn't spend too much time on that, but you know, she was from the get go. So many times when, when, especially like Jian Shaw would interview people that were, you know, in the, let's say, metaphysical, the energy world, um, when 
you, you, you would interview these people, they all seemed to be basically had some kind of indication, some person in their life that, you know, was there to nurture uh, their, and recognize and, you know, so, sort of guide. And sometimes it was like that, that um, one, I think she's like, she used a different word, but like a shaman person who was blind and just said, girl, you shouldn't be down here doing this, you know? You know, you don't know where they come from. Um, but a lot of people, they have some, you know, event in their life that makes a major, major change. Uh, and then you have the people in the in between that sort of like, they start to look at things and say, well, that's probably possible. Can I do it? You know, and um, she's one of the people that kind of, all three of those things came together in her life. She did have warnings, you know, she did have guidance, but basically that little bit of guidance energized her to do her own research, to reach out, to learn, to learn, to learn, to research, research, and then to be able to take that knowledge and apply it into making a change in her own lifetime, in her own life, but also in a lot of other people's lives. And so now she's got a YouTube station out there where she presents meditations. And um, I'll try to get that information up for you. Um, well, you can go to the archives. And it's, um, you know, just go to the radio station. It says radio tab. And done under that, you'll see archives. Click on that. And it's last week's, this, this very last week that we had. Um, that's where you'll find that show. And then it also there's also a link to the podcast page where you can. Now, do you have to pay for that iTunes, Mark? The download's free. Obviously, you have to pay for the phone and internet access and all that stuff. But no, no, you just yeah. It's, it's, so uh, it's so free. you can go. So okay. So when you go to the podcast um, the links, you know, on the on, in the archives, you'll see podcast links. It'll take you to a page that is podcast pod is it pod.com or podcast i don't know but you'll it'll take you to a page and on that page it says uh, subs, what is it so subscriptions or i think it's subscriptions it's the first button on the uh, you know in the middle of the page yeah. on the left and you click on that and it gives you different options of where to pick up these podcasts um i don't remember seeing itunes but there's supposedly all of them have it. So um, if you don't know how to, you know, what's out there, you can just click on that little button and it'll give you the options to look at different versions of where you can get this. And I think that at least some of them, if not all of them, you do get notification if you subscribe to a particular channel. Is that your understanding too? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't get that kind of notification on my archives. I don't have that. But um, you can download and you can listen on my archives. And the other benefit of going to my archives, and the only one, the only reason I'm telling you this is because you can also get a picture. You know, the pictures I used to put up for YouTube, I, I am going back to them, and so you can see the picture of what the show is about. And you know, sometimes that's what's very helpful to me to remember which show was what. So, um, okay, so we're going to take a, a little bit of a break here, and. Um, what I think I'm going to play 
if I can find it right here. I thought I had it up, but I don't seem to have it up. Okay, this is... Um, I'm going to do Dance of Illusions. And this is one of the uh, songs that um, Barbara Mendez and... Um, Manessas and, and, and uh, Craig Stewart played for us. So it's just five minutes. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
Shungite Reality. It's December 22nd, 2020. My name is Nancy Hopkins, and with me right now is Mark Joseph. Derek will be joining us again in a bit here. Um, okay, so Mark, what were we out? There were some other things we thought to talk about. Um, directing people to last week's Radio 5G interview. A uh, really good talk with Cal Washington, who's worked with Josh Del Sol. Uh, people know Josh from uh, Take Your Power Back um, in regards to a documentary on how to remove smart meters and um, technological use. Uh, they had talked with Mercola and other big names a few years ago. And then, um, so you, when you guys interviewed Cal, uh, it was pretty cool in terms of um, this whole thing of the U.S. being a corporation, how to uh, battle that uh, in terms of um, this new technocracy that, that's, um, you know, uh, uh, speeding up. But um, the Cal Washington interview was was um, could be easily applied to how to remove smart meters, 5G, small towers, um, and in the vaccine debate, as well as I mean he covered things on um, as well as other interviews on YouTube of like you know how to travel um, without all of these um, state restrictions. Um, but what intrigued me with with um, that the interview, I mean you could download that too also on the Cosmic Reality. Uh, um, uh, what do you call it on the iTunes app? But what drew me to it, aside from the um, uh, how to confront the U.S. corporation and winning, even all the way up to the Queen, is um, through his approach was was the um, notice of liability and treating everything as a uh, a, con- a commerce contract. Is um, it his story of it going all the way up to the Queen? And um, through that approach, um, getting the help of Archangel. So that was um, uh, because <clears throat> Michael being um, uh, uh, professional in Knights Templar lore and um, application, it was a good back and forth, a lot of talk about um, energy grids. And even um, Cal Washington designed uh, uh, Oregon um, devices. So this was a cool upgrade and um, just how he was able to use um, NOL, Notice of Liability, in that sense. So um, I did um, put together some highlights. So in using the notice of liability, many people uh, were able to um, keep their analog meters as opposed to having a smart meter installed. I mean, the process isn't 100% success. And along with that process of, you know, taking things to um, not necessarily court, but through the process of uh, the in-power movement is is, uh, the website. Um, many people in high positions have stepped down, mayors, heads of installation companies. Um, and so in using this uh, um, approach, it's invoking uh, the archangels, like he told a story of going to London. Um, and apparently Buckingham Palace has a kind of energy device um, holding it, helping its structure, energetic structure. And so 
and and uh, sending the NOL to the Queen, which I think um, Cal said uh, she had defaulted or had to, you know, follow through with this contract that goes back all the way to Babylonian times. Um, this kind of uh, treating everybody as a merchant. Um, the Queen had to kind of go through the the, the motions of it. And um, the archangels came in and kind of straightened things out and balanced the area. But um, let me see what else the um, oh so um, you're able to invoke invoke archangels through the the contracts and um, there's also a deal off planet with how this thing works. He didn't go too much into it, but there's a kind of authority that enforces it. So that's why um, it had such an impact and power. Uh, Nancy, I don't know if you want to come in to um, maybe. Uh, Explain more of it from what you heard. Well, I was stunned because I didn't, first off, the Empower movement's been out there. I've heard about it from a lot of, you know, over time, but I've never really looked at it. So Michael books the guy and I go over there and I find out that before they even let you know anything inside that you have to pay, you have to donate, you have to become a member, and and that turns me off. And plus it was... It was like right before the show, and I said, well, I hope Michael knows more than I do. And uh, so I was not I was not really in a good framework to, you know, imagine what I was about to confront. <laughs> and uh, so this guy gets out there, and he starts talking, and, you know, he's talking legalese, and there was, there was so many questions I wanted to ask him, but none of them seemed relevant to whatever was about to happen i just was trying to you know touch base with my inner self or my outer guides or whatever and you know just go with the flow and then he gets into this story about how oh, okay so he apparently well he is you know got guides and so the guides um well what happened was that he had a um a court case of somebody defaulting and he goes to a lawyer. The lawyer takes him for he loses everything during this court case, but he still wants to, you know, he's still being propelled to go forward with it now by himself, not without without a lawyer. And he's guided to go into commerce law versus civil law. And when he started to work with commerce law, he found that the he was having drastically a different experience in the court system. Now, he didn't seem to, I mean, I'm sure he knows this. He's, he's com- amazingly, you know, knowledgeable about this. But what he was confronting is something that is very critical and, you know, to the the fact that we are finding the Republic of the United States uh, in the mess it's in. Because... When we started out under the the Constitution, as stipulated by the Founding Fathers, we were talking about common law, which is also known as God's law. Well, when they first started doing a lot of trade between the old and the new, America, and other places, but it, the more the more they went out there and they interfaced on the seas with more and more commerce and more and more trading, there were more and more problems. Uh, ship's captain's got a cargo for somebody, but the cargo's been sitting in water. Well, I ain't taking that. Well, yeah, you bought it. I'm sorry it got wet, but you bought it. Well, so they started these um, what were called admiralty courts, and they were courts that were 
you you had to agree to go before these courts. It was like they didn't seem to have you know the legal power of like a common law court. It just was you had to make sure that you would agree to whatever the findings were of this court, and those are called admiralty courts. Well. I'm not sure when it happened. I just realized right now I'm not sure when it happened. But at the point that you've got the corporation in control of the United States, now how did they, what are you talking about, corporation? Well, after the Civil War, the whole country, North and South, were just decimated economically. And so the international bankers said, well, we'll give you the money to rebuild, but in return, you've got to give us the District of Columbia. Now, according to the Constitution, the District of Columbia was, you know, the only land that was owned by the federal government, by the Constitution. Now, remember, we're talking about 13 colonies, and this is a small kind of thing compared to what we are now. But the only property given to the federal government was the District of Columbia. So the bankers take that as collateral, and money is paid into the United States that helps it rebuild. But they've lost the District of Columbia. So over the years, in unbelievable... You see, that these people don't think in terms of 10 years or maybe even 20 years. They think in terms of 50 to 100 years of planning. Um, and so they gradually, essentially, usurped the United States federal government by making it a corporation. So right now, if you go and you look up the DUNS number, D-U-N number, the number, the magical number given to corporations, um, you'll find that there's one for the United States. And if you look it up, you're going to find out that the exec top executive officer is right now Donald Trump, and the second is, is Pence. And the employees are, is equivalent to the federal employee numbers. So it, it's an official corporation. And they took the Constitution of the United States and they made it they they changed it. It's still you can still look it up as that's the law, but it's been changed. Um, I I always do this. I can't remember Constitution of the United States. Okay, when you've got of, it means that you're within the concept of common law. This is a, a federation of states that came together and are agreeing with a federal government to oversee things like your post office, your railroads, international negotiations, commerce type, the big things. Um, but it couldn't own anything except D.C. unless it bought it, bought territory, or conquered it. Um, then that was, you know, outside the jurisdiction of the states. So when you got this corporation that's now infiltrated and is over, you know, it's like a, a layer over the intention of the republic, it's not the people that are getting elected so much. It's the people that are running it. So it's not like your first tier of, you know, the ones that get appointed when different presidents come in. It's not so much even the second tier. It's the third tier, the bureaucrats, the ones that are knowingly manipulating, and you'll never know their names. So that's what you're confronting when we talk about that, quote, deep state. 
You know, who's who's really running the show? And it's, I mean, this I've written about this extensively. There are many people that know a lot more about that subject than I do. But the end result was that admiralty courts became the federal ju judicial system based on admiralty, based on commerce. So when he realized that he was getting such a, a massive change, it was because he was using admiralty court lingo. He was, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was manipulating these people with their own legal system. But what surprised me, or shocked me actually, was that at one point he gets a message and it said, go for the queen, go after the queen. And when he does that, like Mark alluded to, the queen had to agree to it because he was invoking biblical law. Now, what I, I was absolutely, you know, like, wow. He was taking verses from the Bible and reading them, but stipulating that this is law. Oh, well, he actually is remembering them. Stipulating, think of it as law. And when you give whatever it was, you know, as an example, it was like, oh, yeah, that's a law, <laughs> you know. Well, apparently, not only do Christians believe or Jews believe in the Old Testament, New Testament, uh, particularly the Old Testament, but apparently so don't the dark side. Apparently, they also acknowledge that this is the word of God and that God has stipulated certain laws. So as long as we don't know what those laws are, we don't know how to deal with these people. But, you know, uh, this was just, I mean, an amazing unraveling of why they think they have the right to do this. <laughs> you know, all the bad things that they do. Bad in that they're, anti, in, they're inhuman. You know, they have a whole different look at it, at, the world, yes, they want to dominate the world, but they want to dominate the world for their own purposes. They want to come under one world. Well, you know, in theoretical, you know, one world working together, that sounds okay, you know. But no, one world being controlled by a bunch of sociopaths that are setting their rights based on biblical law from the Word of God. And all we have to do is figure out, well, how do you, how do you, counteract them in their own legal courts and that's what this guy's done Washington Mr. White what, what's his name again? Cal Cal Washington Cal Washington yeah um, and the fact his name is Washington I found ironic um, so yes he, he actually in his legal documents invokes the power of the archangels because he believes is apparent I believe but I think he, he said this was that when uh, the source God created the archangels, that was the first manifestation. And then because they're the you know pieces of God, they can manifest and they can create. But these guys, in my opinion, were created... Because, all right, if God is whatever you think of God, but the source of, of all that is, wants to experience life, to, you know go where no God's gone before. In order to do that, you realize that if you give up pieces of yourself to create 
manifests like this. Um, God creates souls. Okay, so creating, you know, life. You're giving up something of yourself. So what happens if all this life that you created suddenly says, I don't believe in God? Uh, well, they've got the ability to, you know, unmanifest God. So in order for get to, to prevent that kind of concept from happening, I'd have done what God did. Make some archangels and say, look, it, there's always the potential that these people will think I don't exist. <laughs> we don't exist. So you've got to be there as the guardians of the memory. That it all starts with us. And so they're like the, not only just the purest version of God probably, but the one that remembers everything, doesn't get lost in the memory. And so when he invokes the archangels <laughs> in a legal document and the queen is like, dang, dang, I don't want to do this, but I can't not do it because they believe in the archangels. So it makes you wonder, doesn't it, Mark? That, you know, well, if you believe in the archangels and all of this, you know, why would you be doing all this, this stuff that they tell you not to do? Thou shalt not kill. <laughs> the Ten Commandments. Yeah, they're all they're all subject to that. This ancient, um, I think Babylonian, he he mentioned of uh, of uh, commerce and and contract it's, uh, that we're all treated as merchants. And once you take the commerce approach, then <clears throat> you're playing by their rules. So, um, just reading off some of the quotes, um, I think he he make an interesting um, guess for Shankat rather than 5G again, just because he was talking about making organ generators a while ago and getting different effects uh, from that, and re and then he realized soon after it was that the body is an organ generator that we have all the fire ratios we need, and that the the body is an amazing weapon we just don't know how to use it. Um, and then I think uh, later in, the, in that Radio 5G show, he was mentioning something about the tabernacle of God and how there's kind of um, uh, uh, like a temple within a temple of, of different uh, sacred geometry and fire ratios of it. But um, let me see. So he was using uh, uh, the commerce contract that he was able to default the queen. Uh, and that goes into spiritual realms, which gave him the authority to invoke the angels, which then gave them the angels the authority of what's best to do there in london and then he even got like um the authorities were after him that was a funny story in the airport because they were looking for some kind of device of what he did but no this is all from just the process that he went through <clears throat> and so and from there uh the um the bad guys were using um um what is it uh the sword of michael which is um seven shrines from ireland to israel that line up with the summer solstice um and and um, he was able to help shut that down this past year before the dark side was able to use it for uh, invocation. That's a kind of grid. And um, speaking of the Bible, because according to him, you read the Bible as a kind of contract uh, from the commerce um, perspective rather than as, you know, what everybody else does. And he was also mentioning about the importance of the book of Enoch and uh, Genesis 6 in that in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the end times where, you know, back then they had genetic manipulation and now here we are here and just, you know, kind of where things are, are going towards. But and then later on in the interview, he was talking about um, how the smart meter thing went, that it's it's commercial. So doing that, you can go through the process he was he was recommending to um, take them down 
or go back to analog. And 5G is done by telecoms and corporations, and vaccines are done by vaccine corporations. So everything revolves around this whole commerce um, idea. Uh, and they have to get our agreement using commercial, uh, commercial means to get our agreement. And that ultimately this is a spiritual agreement to stand before um, God to say we agree to this. And, well, I mean, that's what the bad guys ultimately need to do is that these people agree to this. Just like, you know, you guys talk about in Cosmic Reality Show where um, the bad guys have to show us what they're going to do so that it's a kind of agreement so that when they have to face um, the maker or source that, hey, hey, these people agree to this. And so it's a kind of permission. And um, towards the end of the show, he was talking about that even the bad guys jumping timelines um, doesn't help because everything revolves around commerce and money, which now that um, the financial end is pulled from the cabal, it's like they can't really do anything. Nancy? Yeah, he was, I, I said I could ask him questions for 100 hours and still have more questions. It was just fascinating. Um, we'll get him back on one of these shows, I hope, um, because he's just, well, you know, I thought about sending him Shungite, and then I said, I don't think he needs Shungite. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to contact him. We'll get him some Shungite to play with because he's been into the Oregon, uh, Organite devices but um what i found what i found what i'm finding is is that you know i go back to to the early days and think about it and it's not something where we would have been talking about god we were hippies <laughs> we're talking about free love and we're talking about, in reality, a lot of the socialistic ideologies of, you know, everybody should be protecting everybody. Um, and again, that concept of, see, socialism is where you, pure socialism, when I first confronted it. It was um, one of compassion, you know, one where, where everybody mattered, you know, everybody could come together. Nobody was really looking at um, black and white issues. There was, this is in the 60s, there was um, the Black Panther movement, and my only interaction with the Black Panther movement was during uh, a rally, an anti-war rally. And the guy that was on the stage speaking was a Black Panther. And the wind blew his jacket open and he had a pistol. And this was the University of Massachusetts. And the crowd went absolutely stark raving mad. And he had to leave the stage. And in fact, he was escorted off of the campus by the people, not the police, by the people. Because it was totally a group of people that were anti-violence so the black panther movement may have made tremendous strides in the black community but it really wasn't uh, in my environment um influencing what was happening with the peaceniks you know the, the ones that wanted to that was putting flowers in the rifles of the uh of the soldiers um 
it was it would did have a lot of socialistic like i say feeling that you know every there should there shouldn't be any uh, people that are in poverty or don't have health insurance you know we got to help the the third world it was a really giving kind of feeling um now what you've got now is they're taking that philosophy so to speak but they're turning it into a way of creating diversion you know it, it it's it's now well i mean they're using the same words but it's now well you got to help everybody well you only can help who you can help you can't help everybody we can make changes that will eventually help everybody but you just can't start ripping apart a society and its culture and its economy this is just you know taking us down a destructive pattern that never would have ne- we would never ever have been looting in the 60s this was so different so you take a philosophy that's pretty clean in the 60s and by the time you get to the you know where we're at now this has been completely perverted to be used to tear us apart with insanity what they're what they're saying doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense to somebody in the 60s even you don't tear down your culture this is a very fine place we are not racist yes there's racism but we are not racist in america sorry about that but that's the truth and um it's just it's befuddling when you watch and see all of this darkness that's come into a philosophy that was you know pretty pure when it started out and what it's doing to us you know as a society right now and what was missing in the 60s was the fact that we were not we were talking about transcendental meditation we were talking about lsd and new dimensions and you know new visions of reality and all but we weren't talking about god and through this all this time that i've been on the planet i have seen a transformation in the way that we addressed reality and you know you've got people now the christians and certain you know the islamic people the jewish people they had their religions they were completely intact and they would you know continually have the same kind of ceremonies and do their thing this is a this is a different look at things this is coming out of a metaphysical look at all sorts of things energy work quantum physics and in the end there has to be a god there has to be you know everything comes back to the well we we did it here on earth you know a number of different scientific modalities began to wonder well what's the first source you know was it the big band no and we're talking about earth how did earth start up and you get this this philosophy from from these different people different scientifically looking at things and they came to the same conclusion there has got to be a creator consciousness for all of this to happen so in our environment it's gaia it's the nature mother nature the consciousness be, be, behind everything that's happened in this biosphere but 
guy was created by the source god. Or by the archangels. I don't know, you know, who got doing what at what time. But it is, she was created. So you keep going into a higher level of creative capability. And I'm listening to people that I've listened to for 20, 30 years. And all of a sudden, I'm hearing God more and more and more. So that this great awakening, I think, is is not just the awakening of how perverted our society became because we weren't responsible and weren't watching the, you know, the the, the pot boil. Um, that that's what you know. I think a lot of people think the great awakening is, you know. Um, but I think maybe the great awakening is is realizing, you know, our connection to God. Are you seeing that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the great reset versus the great awakening. And um, I mean, Cal's been doing more interviews this month than in previous months, so that's a shift of things. I'll, I'll be joining the membership. Uh, it's pretty inexpensive, $30 for three months. So, um, I mean, he does mention a lot of other details in other interviews, but um, yeah, I'm curious about this Archangel and, and God connection and hearing more stories like that, if they provide that there. Yeah, you don't know what, what what's in there until you look. Um, I don't know, Do you? I mean, in your personal life, do you find your friends are more inclined to speak in spiritual guide terms than they did before? Um, it's more about just the awakening of the the um, uh, the hollowness of, of the system and the structure that's around us. I mean, that's pretty obvious. But um, I think also being around local people who have that um, vibe of fear and just making sense of it um, and like what actions can we take so um, it, it's sort of on the process there rather than going straight to source and then coming from that because it's all connected from within anyway um, but as, I mean I guess as far as uh, local activity the the flag rallies and, and car parades things like that to me they're, they're more connected to God and, and source than, than anything because and the energy is so high vibing anyway it's just you know it's just right there you just plug in yeah it it, it because I, I'm suspicious that well if the people that are out there talking on the radio and the YouTubes and Facebook and all this um, they're the avant-garde they're the ones that are out there a little ahead of everybody but to see old timers you know sort of you know I mean even new people. I mean, Mark Mark Steele. You know, God's got my back. You know, the people that are are really into, you know, the. This is a major, major, major shift, and I don't think that because I I mean I'm I'm one of them. I mean I I say God more often than I've ever done in my life. I couldn't tell you exactly what I, I think God is the summation of us all. Is what I think. We're all pieces of God. We're all going back to God at one point or another, and our back in God. It's it's really, <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. 
I don't know. We're in a strange place. I wish Derek would come back because he's he's got a lot of energy stuff that's been happening to him that he wanted to to talk about. But I don't know. He must have a busy store. I hope he has. But a busy bri- store. bridging over the Shanghai thing, Yasmin uh, is a good inspiration because she had Shanghai to the Capitol building, and pretty much every Saturday they're having um, rallies and curfew breaking um, organization at the state capitol in, in Sacramento. So people can take that inspiration, get some shungite, and then start putting it in, uh, um, what do you call it, uh, troubled buildings or, or where bureaucrats and politicians are at. So that's a start. Well, you, <laughs> where know, you don't need anybody. Yeah. yeah you know, it, it, my earlier discussion about, you know, getting the mission to get shungite to the, to the masses, it... It, 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 it was predicated by a realization of this concept of a creator consciousness. I was writing the Cosmic Reality, the second book, Down the Rabbit Hole. And I was, you know, going through the Nunosphere concepts that these different modalities of science had come to. That Well, you got to have some kind... Because, you see, you, you can't deal in quantum physics without realizing that thought predicates any manifestation. And this is what this was the key to what quantum physics taught us very early in the game, is that what the scientists thought were going to happen happened. Take out the thinking process, make it totally random, and you still had problems with it because if you don't have thought, you don't have manifestation. So, you know that's what anybody that was you know into the and remember quantum physics became a science when I was in my twenties. So 50 years ago, and over this, right from the get-go, they started real, I I was, the first time I ever heard about quantum physics, and it wasn't, I don't even know if the term came up, Um, I was talking to one of the chief engineers of NSA, I was working with him on something, and all of a sudden the guy got like talking about, you know about this new science? And I'm going, "Uh, what new science? (laughs) And he proceeds to babble quantum physics to me and at one point he said he sort of he's because i can see that he's really starting to only he's only starting to learn it he's so by trying to explain it to me he's learning and he's thinking and he's asking himself more questions so he's going through this exercise and he said and then of course that happens and well that's the x factor and i said what's the x factor and he said well when things are supposed to go one way and they go something else, some other way, he said, they're just calling it the X factor. I said, but what's the X factor? He said, I think it's God. <laughs> right? This is one of the head people, honchos in NSA. Well, I think it's God. So quantum physics itself is where this realization of consciousness and you know, initially they, they, you know, what are you going to say? Well, now we know how powerful human thought is. Thought manifests. Reality is what we think it is. So, it's it it you know you got this this thing. It's it's like where did the thoughts come from? Okay, now we know that thought is the predicator of manifestation. But where did those thoughts come from? Do they come from our 3D mind? Do they come from our heart? Do they come from our higher self? Or are these uh, thoughts, you know, somehow imbued in us because we're we're creations of God, of the source God? We have access to it all. 
we just you know use pendulums or uh you know the tuning fork no tuning not tuning forks the uh what the yeah, we're talking about uh anyway divine rods what dowsing rods and divining rods I think there you are about. you're back <laughs> I went yep. what because it's I I thought it was uh Mark talking to me and it sounded a little weird yes so um anyway I don't know. How much did you hear of what we've been talking about? Not much of anything. Okay, because it, actually it's good that you came back. I just said I wish Derek was here because you had, had told me that, you know, with the energies that, that are happening around you now, you wanted to share some of those insights that you've got for people who may be having some of the same experiences. Oh, sure, yeah. And what she's talking uh, make sure I'm unmuted here. Um, what she's talking about is we were talking a little bit earlier about, well, just energies in general that we're all um, perceiving right now in our environment. Of course, we all know there's something to the solstice, the dates and all of these things. Um, so, but not even getting too OCD in the specifics of what's mentioned about these dates and things. That's just overall the feelings that we're experiencing that we called subtle energies earlier. Well, we're all, we're all feeling um, an amping up of that. So what Nancy and I were talking about earlier and Mark were just um, kind of the perception I had and um, how I wanted to explain a little bit about it. So it's, it's um, I, of course, I, I, God, it's such a difficult thing to talk about, but it's an amplification of what we often term subtle body and energies those shakes and shivers, those pulsing sensations that welling up around your chest, um, sometimes a little flick of the ear. Well, I also term that etheric sign language. So you can think of it as your guides and galactics or, again, whatever, or the angels, whatever your terminology is. Um, it's others trying to get your attention often. And so my point is that's all amplifying right now because if we use the term dimensions or frequencies, they're kind of merging they're not not that they're blending together but it's more cohesive easier to to perceive aspects of realities i guess is the best way i can term that so you can perceive a larger reality not in volume but substance um so that's what's happening meaning you're going to get a whole lot more of those subtle energies now the shiver shakes goosebumps those different things but what i would suggest is not assigning, remember I, I termed it an etheric sign language sort of deal, but so what I'm saying here is the little tingling on your left ear um, as one example of a subtle energy or something, um, or maybe just a shiver down your left leg, it makes no difference, pick your leg or your ear, think of it more as a, um, a again, that subtle sign language, so give it your own meaning. The, the twitch on your left ear doesn't mean, oh, everything's 100% accurate on whatever you were just thinking about. No, it's a you know, slow down your thoughts, pay attention sort of deal. And then we, what we can do is assign our own meanings and your, your guides and galactics, guardians, angels and whatnot and higher self are listening clearly so they know what your intention is. So if you decide, well, when I feel the shiver in this hand or this leg or whatever sensation, I want it to mean this. Well, now you're developing your own, again, etheric sign language. So it's just a way I wanted to explain of each of us not having to have some book or modality or some guru to follow or any of this kind of stuff. It's more be quiet, get inside yourself and focus, and then you can really tune your energy body or radio for more frequencies. 
And it's not so much that they're newer energies or dimensions coming in or this, that, and the other. No. We're, remember, we're energy beings having a physical experience, so our radios are being upgraded. We're able to perceive more if we tune the dials, our chakras, focus on your new reality that we're all we're expanding into right now and creating, by the way, by experiencing it through your other senses, not just your, your physical senses, of course, your sight, taste, touch, smell, and all that, but your gut instinct, your heart instinct, your intuition. So if we flip-flop that and learn to focus on the new reality, you're going to experience the more of your reality through the senses you choose to. So if you walk around with your eyes shut and don't touch anything but just smell, well, that's you know kind of a limited perspective. But choose to feel your gut and heart and the subtle sensations when you enter a room. Don't just look around and see who's in there, you know, person A, B, C, and D, and what furniture. That's the 3D, remember? An illusion, not even 10% of reality, and that's just physics. The other 90% of reality is your imagination and feelings. So enter a room, feel, and then let your imagination run. And that's how you're going to experience through your, sometimes we'll call them upper chakras, higher intuitions, lots of ways of putting it, but it's ways of experiencing more. And I think that's what we're all coming into. And I know we are because I'm experiencing it. And it's definitely not just a a pinpoint spot here on mystical wares in Mount Vernon. No, it's all of us just experiencing it our own way through our own radios. And it's not a too late thing. We didn't activate our chakras by December 21st, 2020, too late. Nothing to do with any of that. The energies are there. The frequencies are there. Tune your radio. Make the decision. So decide to be in a loving intent frequency. It's just thoughts, intentions, like we keep saying. Um, And then have your feelings follow your intention. So be happy. Don't just talk about being happy. And then you're going to have, because remember, the universe is made from our imagination and then actually filled in and created by our feelings and emotions. It takes both. We can have an imagination all we want, but if you don't follow up with some type of feeling or emotion, that's the fill, you can call it in this universe, then we don't manifest as quickly. So I'm just basically, what I was talking about is giving us all just another way of perceiving our our reality. And that's, again, opening up whatever chakras or understandings you have, let it come in, and then just kind of, you know, make your own language rather than following any any one person. And, And nobody's been talking about following anybody anyway. But also just what I'm getting at is there's no set recipe because I often get asked in sessions, well, I'm told I – or, or they'll make a comment like, I just can't find that quiet spot. I think I mentioned this a little bit earlier. In my head when I'm meditating or focusing, and I'm usually looking at them with a big grin on my face going, well, good luck with that one. It's not going to happen usually. You know, Great for you if it does, but it's not a necessity. That's somebody's recipe they put on, on the internet in the metaphysical realm saying you had to reach that spot or you have to do this. Or have to do that. You don't have to do anything. Make your own recipe or understanding and then go from there. So there's not um, any set way to do anything. So I want to kind of, what I'm getting at here is trying to remove restrictions or limitations for for some of those that understand. um, So they don't think that, well, I've wasted the first 20, 30, whatever years of my life by not doing this. It's too late. Absolutely not. You can make huge leaps of Energies, and when I say understandings, I also mean what people call abilities. Um, so your your woohoo abilities, your psychic, your intuition, mediumship, all the clairs, the clairvoyant, clairaudient, all of these things, they can turn on overnight. 
I've had them turn on many of those clairs, I'll just call them, have turned on exactly that overnight. And they continue, even ones I don't even know if they have a name for yet. So not just I can do this, we all can. So just stay open to it and, and experience, and then we'll keep expanding. And we're in that right, when I mentioned to Nancy that I wanted to talk about this for a few minutes, it was because we're all finding ourselves in the deep end of the pool right now, um, I would suggest we do more than just, you know, hang on to our floaties and, and wait for the shallow end, but, you know, learn some swimming strokes, play around, you know, have some fun, experience. Um, and then as your understandings will expand as well as your abilities, and then you're going to have a whole lot more you can do, and then we all benefit. So I don't know if you have any questions on that, Nancy. And again, I know when I speak, sometimes it's so out there that it's hard to follow, um, even for myself sometimes. But I do want to just, you know, Hopefully get across the, the understanding that don't limit yourself. Um, we can all do anything. If you can think of it, you can do it. It's that simple. Well, one of the things mm -hmm. that you mentioned, okay, was that you can, you, okay, you said to me that this, this drama that we're in is going to go out for another two years. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to do that, you know. But. What you were, what you also said, but you don't look at the 3D drama because it's always changing. Because the 3D drama is, we're creating it. And so the more people that wake up, the more changes happen. So it's, it's a waste of time to look at the drama, unless you're into it like I am, you know, ex trying to explain the drama, trying to explain the stories that are out there. But they're, they're changing too often. So when you hear that, oh, martial law is going to be called or, you know, uh, the ETs are coming down, take us over and make us into food, you know, any of that stuff, it, <laughs> probably every, any, any of those may be true, but they're changing all the time because people are changing all the time. So, again, like we've said in the last few shows, you've got to stay basically in your own little universe and keep stable. And put out the good vibes, the good thoughts. Because the more of us that just don't buy into it and put out all those good thoughts, that's what makes the changes into something that will last less than two years, I'm hoping. <laughs> you know, that we get through this faster than, uh, you know, could be on many timelines. So, um, anyway, I wanted to point that out, Derek. You're all right with that one? No, no, that's good, yeah. And when you're talking about, you know, the news or whatnot, that's... Let's just say the bad guys. Remember, the universe, it manifests from our imagination, and that's the start. And then it doesn't actually manifest till we get emotions or feelings. Well, the news, I would suggest, is them trying to give you an imagination, the storyline, and they're working you up, getting your emotions behind it. Well, guess what's going to manifest? That's just how it works, and that's how physics works. Um, so don't buy into it. Don't believe it. That's why there's something to that. Don't watch in... Don't watch the negative news or, you know, repeat a negative story or whatever. You're giving it more energy. It's not just some woohoo thing. It's legit. Everything is energy. So that's often why they, well, pick your show on Netflix or something like that. They're, um, I'll just be kind of vague here. Let's just say they're not all the most positive and they follow a certain storyline and energy. That's them giving you the thoughts and now seeing if you'll run with it and, um, you know, Play it into your reality, whatever that is. But, you know, anything on Netflix or something like that's just them trying to have some kind of control over the reality. So, you know, just choose not to and just don't watch it and don't partake. Not just Netflix, but whatever. It can be the news. It can be talking to somebody. 
but it's somebody or something trying to, again, give that information for the outline of the reality to trigger a response by feeling an emotion to make it happen. And that can be to have somebody just give you something in your hand or the bad guys trying to control the greater society to let you know you're limited. And that's why they make all these clubs. They like to call religions and things like that. And I'm not dissing any, but I'm just saying you always have an option not to join a club. Be, you know, within yourself sort of thing. So, um, but yeah. They could join the Shanghai Club. <laughs> that's a safe <laughs> yeah. place. Sh- Shanghai can't nope. be used for evil. Yeah, no, we don't serve Kool Aid with Shanghai. <laughs> uh, so we've got about four minutes left here. And um, Mark, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on? Just going back to the chat room, Yasmin had some good feedback in terms of because California is known for having a quote unquote fire season. So Yasmin was talking about putting. Um, some shungite in the Paradise, California area, and then it didn't really have any fires. Uh, let me see what she wrote. Um, yeah, she buried shungite all around the Paradise Ridge this past fire season, and the area was kept safe. And then she was mentioning how um, she had uh, relatives in the Paradise area when the fire was happening. She used a, a bubble and visualization <clears throat> and positive mindset to keep them safe, even though she was far away. So that was pretty cool uh, to read. Um, in, in the chat so it's for people to use for you know projecting that, into next year that is really cool actually that so i was gonna i want to make a comment on that what she did so as far as of course somebody let's say somebody just tuned in the radio station doesn't know what shungai is or anything we're talking about but they know maybe it's a little black rock well they're well how did that little black rock help stop the fires well it did it was the intention that's just a tool an energy tool that of course you can call it quantum entanglement, lots of things, but it tied into Yasmin's energy and everybody else's, as Mark was just alluding to. We can all connect to it, share our energy and love. I mean, if you're on the phone with a family member who's in another country or state and they tell you they love you, you feel it, don't you? And it didn't travel through that telephone. Energy is not connected that way. It's We're all connected is the bigger point. So, yes, little black rocks called Shanghai being laid around in area absolutely have an effect so it's worth doing. So I just wanted to point that out, that I appreciate what she's done and others, many others have done, taking part in the Shungai grid, um, where they're doing just that, gifting love around the planet um, in different forms. And we can all take part. So, no, thank you. And just an update. Remember that on February 21st, a blue glob of energy hit the Shungite field. And within 10 days, all of a sudden, the world started set, just shutting down, shutting down, shutting down. So the Hopi Indians say that, you know, the blue star, Kachina, when the blue star falls from the heavens, it marks the separation between the fourth world and the fifth world. We're building the fifth world. It depends on what we believe. What's the best way through this? And I suggest to you, you know, you wouldn't be here if you didn't know, and you wouldn't be listening to us. You wouldn't, you know what we have to do. It's just a matter of allowing ourselves to give ourselves permission to believe that we can make a difference. You know, it's as simple as that. We can make a difference by the way we think. So 
That's what I have to say. <laughs> Are you guys there? Hello? No, we are. I know we're short on time. So, you know, I just want to thank everybody for listening in and taking part in chat. I didn't quite make it in chat today myself, but no, I appreciate Mark bringing through the questions and all the good questions. So, no, I thank you for everybody being here. Yeah, just adding to, um, I guess, with the holidays, uh, <clears throat> people be more mindful of their health as New Year's resolution, which is what late next week. So, Shungat rocks for water, hydration, S4 magnets for exercise equipment or whatever new hobby someone's going to take. So New Year's gifts, um, you know, Derek's got all that stuff. Most advanced Shungite um, items in the world. So, yeah, and then Shungite hemp and then the skin balm and the soap. So it's, it, you know, so many uses for that. I never even thought about putting a magnet on those crazy exercise things. What a great idea. Do you have net magnets on yours, Derek? No, I was just on it last night. I'll be completely honest. No, I have some Bowflex machine cardio thing. Guess what's going to go on it today, though? One of the magnets. So, uh, no, I did not have one on there. Yeah, let's hear right. a report next week if you turn into Superman or something. Yeah, yeah, let us know. Okay, everybody. Yeah, we, we, that. we thank you all for being here. Be safe and. Uh, We've got a really seriously the um, radio 5G program that we were talking about is on next, so you might want to just hang in here or find it, you know, in the archives. Be safe, everybody. Appreciate you. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.